Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to tell the stories of women's influence in our culture. As always, cheering for you. Hi, friends. Um, Today's episode is just some encouragement. Um, Our country is going through quite a teachable moment, and this episode is dedicated to the patriots, the ones who believe consent is more important than control, and the ones who are just kind of sick of looking at all of the shaming and the bashing and the condemnation. This episode is a thoughtful response to some of those statements, and at the end, um, I hope I provide Uh, hope, comfort, light, and encouragement to encourage your fight and encourage your boldness and encourage your stance against control and tyranny. Um, I've been hesitant to use those words, but um, this is a time and day and this is a time in our nation's history that we don't need to mince those words and consent is always going to be more important than control regardless of circumstance. So you guys enjoy this episode. I share some more thoughts on these subjects on my Instagram account. So if you aren't following me and we aren't friends yet on Instagram with the Hen House, please go follow me on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. All right, you guys enjoy this episode. It's one of my longer ones, but I promise you'll be blessed. I'm gonna mm, sniff some of this. So good. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> I have some golden rod and freedom in the diffuser. Um, and if you know about golden rod, it's a rare gem. But um, freedom—that's what patriots advocate for. So uh, this message. Um, is one that I've been hesitant to give, but I feel like some of this stuff needs to be said and um, not in an antagonistic or retaliation kind of way, but a lot of us are feeling the burden of social condemnation or peer pressure, and I just want to encourage you to keep um, standing on the path of consent and freedom. And I love you so much that I wrote all these notes in blue. Okay. Um, So before we get started, I would like to go ahead and disqualify myself. Um, Honestly, I'm a little bit tired of doing that, but just to nip it in the butt with all of the naysaying that I know is to come, uh, let's just clear it up now. Um, I'm a Bible college dropout, okay? I do not have a bachelor's in anything. Um, So I'm not sharing from academia, but I am sharing from my reflections and experiences. Um, But I'm not sharing from my my reflections and experiences as a form of projection. Just history has a tendency to repeat itself, and I see this playing out in a global scale. And 
it's not kosher, so I want to warn against it. Um, Miss Tamara, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Um, so I saw this quote the other day, and I thought it was so fantastic and relevant to what we're going through now, and it was this, um, you don't learn about history so you know that Hitler was a bad ruler. You learn about history so you can make sure that these signs don't repeat themselves. And up to this point, I've been very hesitant to call anyone a Nazi. I've been hesitant to call anyone an abuser um, or even make references to a dictatorship. Um, but my concern is that if we just if we continue to just give up these simple things, these just one kind of things, um, we're going to end up surrendering a lot later. Um, so let's just go ahead and identify some of the things, uh, some of the naysaying that has come across our path. Um, and so, so the first one is um, the same people who are anti-maskers are the same people who thought seatbelt laws um, were ridiculous. Um, while I think this is a bad analogy, let's just go with it. Um, Hey, there are people who do still feel like the requirement to wear a seatbelt does violate their rights. Like, what you do in your own car really should be able what to do what you want to do in your own car. However, we understand the safety protocols associated with it, so most people willingly consent. Okay, but again, we're identifying consent. We're weighing the uh, we're we're weighing the potential hazard with the ease of prevention. Okay. <clears throat> but there are some things that you have to do to be able to drive a car. Um, you have to have a license. Um, and there is right now, I think the percentage of a, of the death rate of COVID is like globally 0 0.06. Um, you are more likely to get hit by a you are more likely to get hit by a senior citizen who's driving that doesn't know where they're going than you are to die from COVID. Um, so you take that risk knowing that at any point you can be hit by a drunk driver, you can be hit by someone who is a skilled driver, uh, who, but a driver who might be distracted or not paying attention. You're taking an assumed risk every time you get in your car. You don't stop driving. Okay, um, but reasons why you shouldn't drive, um, you don't know how to drive, you don't know where you're going, um, you're inebriated, you don't understand traffic laws in the area you're driving in. If that happens, you should stay home. That same principle applies. If you are sick, you should stay home, okay? Like, don't put everyone else at risk, just stay home. Uh, but... Let's say you're a healthy individual, you have your driver's license, your vehicle is insured, you pass the state driving, driver's test where you are, you have, you've passed everything, everything that you need to get in your vehicle and be on the road safely. Um, you take some precautions to let other people know that you're a safe driver. Like, you travel with your license, you use turn signals, you don't text and drive, and then you obey traffic laws. Okay, those things protect other people, right? Life looks like that. All right, so in this COVID situation, when we're talking about going outside 
and participating with the masses, uh, there are things that you can do to protect others when you take the assumed risk of being outside. And those things include proper hygiene, including hand washing, um, taking vitamins, exercising, uh, taking precautions to stay healthy and support your immunity. Decreasing your oxygen is not supporting your immunity. Um, <clears throat> so there's my response to the car analogy, okay? Like, you're gonna use a turn signal, you'll also like take a vitamin and wash your hands, okay? There's assumed risk with both of these things. We don't stop driving. We also shouldn't, we should not stay inside and stop living. Um, okay, so the next thing that I've been seeing a lot lately, um, and this one doesn't cook my grits, but it is lazy. Well, if you believe in XYZ theory, uh, then just unfollow me. Um, that is lazy villainy. It's just straight up lazy. Um, it lets me know that you are not willing to put in the effort to A, actually stand up for what you believe in, B, you are pro-social shaming to get what you want, okay, that's not consent, um, and you have you're like intolerant of other people's beliefs. And if that's your issue, that's your issue. Like if you want a perfectly curated feed, then please turn your social media into that Pinterest board. That is why Pinterest exists, to create curated content for a specific purpose. So if you want your socials to look like that, go for it. But don't be lazy about it. It's not someone's, and if, and if you're a patriot, you're not gonna subscribe to this, this unfollow me mentality. Um, a lot of what we're seeing right now is unhealthy and we do have to unfollow people, but it's not the responsibility of someone who disagrees with you to remove themselves from the situation. If you don't agree with that person and you just have this visceral reaction to them and then you put the responsibility on them to remove themselves, that means you're lazy and you're not willing to take up the effort to hold your boundaries anyway. You know where I'm going with this? Okay, cool. Um, all right, so let's address the medical professionals because they have had a lot to say about this. Well, I'm a fill-in-the-blank medical professional. Everyone needs to wear a mask. This is highly debated. There are tons of doctors who have come out and spoken against this, uh, especially with children. Um, if you are in the medical field and this is your conviction, then you do that. And the purpose of this is not to tell you not to follow the arrows. This is not to tell you not to wear a mask. This is not to tell you don't get uh, tested as often as you feel led to. What this video is about is your right to choose and not condemning others because they didn't participate in that choice. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, the thing that bothers me about the medical statement is the use of their education against someone without it. Okay, so now you're putting that yourself in a position of control. And it is good to share information, it is good to share facts, it is good to share your convictions. However, that elitism is what's causing the division. And if you're in a medical practice and this is how you choose, 
to protect those around you, then that is your choice. That should always be your choice. However, shaming someone else is never going to be okay. That has to do with integrity and ethics. Um, and right now, like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not believing any of the facts coming out of these medical, um, that are supposed to be informing our medical professionals. Like, the CDC has changed their stance three times. The WHO can't get it together. Um, I have a very comical analogy for the WHO and CDC, and I will keep it to myself. But I don't trust these institutions. And the data is just conflicting. Um, it just is. Uh, the science for this is not settled. Um, yeah. So, take that and run with it. If you feel the need to shame someone else because they don't have the same education, then what a privilege you have. Uh, and you should acknowledge that privilege. Okay, uh, the next one, because there's such a long list of these things. Um, and patriots, this is not this is not me being ugly. If these are your convictions to follow and participate in these things, then you go do those things. But there's plenty of us who don't, and there's plenty of reasons why we don't. And I want to address the accusations that are coming against people like me who elect not to do these things. Well, I love Jesus, and I think about others, so I'm wearing a mask. <sighs> um, yo, please go read the Gospels. Jesus didn't fit in. Um, he did not fit in with his family with his country or his faith. Uh, you know, the faith of his land was Judaism. He didn't do that um, according <laughs> to the rules very well. And he, but at the same time, he didn't dishonor people either. And that's, uh, that's kind of like the lane that I'm staying in. Like, you don't have to agree with me, but you, um, you don't get to try to be dishonoring. You get where I'm going with that? Um, Jesus says, I know who I am because I know who my Father is. We either believe that our days are numbered and we trust Yeshua and Yahweh in their, so in their sovereignty over our lives, or we do not. Um, the thing about... I love Jesus, so my mask means I care for others, does not automatically mean that someone who is not wearing a mask doesn't care about others. Uh, what that means is that we believe, uh, because I'm talking about the people who are like myself, is that our bodies were designed to work innately with a strong immune system. And if you read the science behind what these masks do, they can weaken your immunity, and so we've chosen not to do that. Okay, there's other things you can do to support your immunity, and we know like vitamins, water, hand washing, sun, exercise, uh, limit your sugar and dairy. Like we know the laundry list of how to take care of and honor, to take care of and honor our bodies, um, and we do that because we trust the bodies we were given. Um, I am not afraid of my body. Uh, I am not afraid of sickness. If this is something that you are fearing, then you need to surrender this fear to your maker and work it out. Um, 
I love Jesus with my whole heart. I have been sold out to Yeshua since I was seven. Um, if you know my salvation story, cool. If you don't, we're not going to go over it now. But my love for others is not conditional on me wearing a mask. My love for others is conditional on ensuring that everyone has the right to choose. Um, Passive-aggressive virtue signaling wasn't and isn't the lifestyle of Jesus. Um, Jesus isn't a totalitarian, and he doesn't surrender to victim mindsets. What he does do is empower you where you are to seek healing and to seek truth. The woman who was healed, who touched the hem of his garment, he didn't allow her to stay a victim. He looked at her and said, you have much faith, be healed. She was healed because of her faith. Okay, so we can take that faith and apply it to our lives now and know that when we leave the house and we go give someone a hug um, and we're demonstrating the gospel that way, uh, that we're demonstrating love, that we're activating faith, that our bodies are a temple and are designed to work a certain way with strong immunities. Um, okay, the next one. Well, if I'm wearing a mask, then I'm looking out for the vulnerable. Let me be very clear. The vulnerable ones right now are not just the seniors in nursing homes. The vulnerable right now are not just um, our grandparents and our aging parents. The vulnerable ones right now, and hear me very clearly with this, I will not stutter, are the kids who are left exposed to predators. Those are the vulnerable ones right now. And I am r real mad that someone and that people are insinuating that uh, becoming aware of even greater destruction and greater um, harm through human trafficking efforts, that it's so global and it's so corrupt and it's so perverse is a conspiracy theory, your heart has to be sterile. And my prayer for you is that you will get to know the love of Yeshua and have compassion for the actual vulnerable ones, which are the babies who are left exposed to predators. Um, the vulnerable ones are the kids who are left alone with a cell phone and TikTok. Um, the vulnerable ones are the babies being slaughtered, and I don't mean just abortion. Um, the vulnerable ones are the kids being taken or sold with an abuser in their house. If the Wayfair thing that's going on right now doesn't bother you, then you have some soul searching to do. Um, you cannot deny the nefarious activity that's going on with the political elite. You can't. Um, it is fine to, sh to stay sheltered with it. Um, but at some point, you have to ask yourself, what is actually going on, and what am I going to do about it? All right. Um, the thing about this, and this is going back to the medical thing, is that this is an open door from, like, a medical malpractice nightmare. Um, in my state, they, and I don't know if this passed, I haven't checked on it since I wrote these notes, but they were encouraging doctors to get expedited board certifications. Nurses are 
um, graduating without finishing their clinicals. Um, so now you have unlicensed and uncertified staff tending to you in the event of a medical crisis. And nobody's blinking an eye about this. Um, there are many good things that happen with Western medicine, but there are also some pretty significant risks that you're taking when you enter the hospital. And keeping you isolated and not allowing visitors means that your patient care and your patient rights just tanked. We should be concerned about this. Um, we should also be questioning, um, question everything. And after this video, I hope you question me. Um, <clears throat> the malpractice, like the malpractice paired with the lack of advocacy for patients' rights right now is like insane. And I am not okay with it. I can't do anything about it, but we have to stop and look and say, okay, like, wait, there's a lot of like missing links to this. And we're being fed that this is supposed to be a good thing when there's too many errors in the solution. The next thing, um, well, it's just a mask. If you think a mask is a form of control, then you don't get it. That is dismissive. It's just. Um, all abuse and misbehavior starts with a, it's just. It's just one more drink. It's just one more hit. Um, it's just one more look. It's just one more search online. Um, it's just one more outspoken word. It's just one more swing of an arm. It's just one more lie. It's just leads to a whole list of things that end up with someone who is controlled and then later victimized. Um, the coercion tactics being used right now are textbook gaslighting and gaslighting is only practiced by abusers. Um, if you want to wear a mask, get tested, follow the arrows, practice social distancing, self-isolate, then you do those things. But you do those things because you chose to do those things, not because you have been conditioned to, to fear. Patriots, my patriot friends, <laughs> we must support our fellow citizens' right to engage in this. We must fight for choice. I will not ever tell you not to wear a mask. I will not ever tell you to not follow the arrows. I will not ever tell you to practice social distancing. What I will tell you is to question why you're doing it. Are you doing it because you have been coerced to, because you have been isolated at home, you have been left with BS stats coming out of the mainstream media, and then you're not questioning the narrative. You are making a decision because you surrendered to fear. You don't have to do that. You can question the narrative. Um, I'm not even going to address the conspiracy theory um, name calling because at this point we're starting to look a whole lot less crazy than we did six months ago. And 
I don't think anybody uh, should accept anything coming from our government as face value. That being said, we are all immature adolescents at some point. I was a butthead during the Bush and Obama administrations. I thought Bush was a good president. Um, I still think Obama was a bad president, and nobody's going to change my mind about that. But I didn't have to be a butthead about it. Okay, I didn't have to be a jerk that was constantly name-calling, constantly posting memes online. I didn't have to do that. Um, so the term conspiracy theorist, I'm not even going to address because the fact of the matter is there's a lot of messed up stuff going on right now and we should be questioning what's coming to us. You need to look on the other side of what the MSM is putting in front of you. We have to. We have to. Alright. Um, privilege yields ignorance. Um, We all know the vitriol and um, we all know the vitriol and the demands our government um, is using. Um, but if we expect our government to cure every woe, every injustice, every um, everything that makes us uncomfortable, if we place that responsibility on the government, we are offering them some very privileged requests. Uh, we are privileged, and I have taken, a, I have used this privilege, we are privileged in this country to go on food stamps. We are privileged to have medical care. We are privileged to demand others act exactly as we desire in order to stay safe. That is a privileged and entitled request that you are making from your fellow countrymen to get your way, to get your point of view. That is privilege. That is entitlement. It is not the government's job to solve every problem, every discomfort, everything that requires effort. Okay, it required effort to get off food stamps. Um, it's going to require even more effort to get off Medicaid. Um, it is going to require a lot of effort and intentional an intention and work making demands of our government to make sure that we never get sick or that all of our risk is removed is not the government's job. It is our government's job to make sure that we have safety protocols in place that are available to us. We don't have to take those, but they are available to us as we need them. Um, this is something that's been popping up in my life throughout the years, and it rings true now. Um, are you living or are you dying? This country is terrified of death. Like, we don't have the coping skills for it. We just don't. Um, we are terrified of getting sick. Uh, we're terrified of death. And this is not the mindset that we were created to have. Uh, I'm going to share this story with you guys, and if it resonates, awesome, and if it doesn't, awesome, Jesus is still king. Um, when my great-grandmother was dying, she had um, Parkinson's dementia, I asked the Lord if he would give me peace about her death when she died. And he said no, 
I will give you peace about it right now. So weeks before she passed away, I was given peace. So when she passed, it was not this grievous, hard process. Um, there are things that come out of left field and knock you out. Um, two divorces in like five years, like I understand hard knocks and things that come out of nowhere that take you by surprise. But death is something we will all experience. And if you haven't learned some coping skills to figure that out, please do so now. Uh, death, though sad, death, though experiencing a loss, is not going to be, um, we cannot define our lives from the fear of that experience because we are all going to experience it. In one way or another, we will all experience, our, experience death, not just our own, but the people around us. It is okay to get peace and coping skills for those now. Um, our days are numbered, but they are also purposeful. But are we living in our purpose and um, making intention with our lives if we are living in fear and scared of leaving the house? I don't think so. Um, as the vitriol grows, we have to come to terms with um, and this is sad, but it's just part of life, and um, it, it's happening left and right with everybody's circle of influence. As the vitriol grows, um, we have to come to terms with losing friends, and I use that term loosely, uh, family connections, and our audience. Um, we all are going to lose because we don't agree. And if our definition of being friends or our definition of uh, demonstrating love to fellow believers and friends is contingent on their allegiance and their um, security and their 100% um, alignment with our beliefs, then we are not very tolerant people. And we need to go reread the Gospels. Um, It is okay for us to not agree. What is not okay is for us to go at each other because of those disagreements. Patriots, the fight for choice is worth it. It will always be worth it. When I was a senior in high school, um, I had this really intense English teacher. Nobody liked her. Um, I think I was the only person who liked her. Uh, she gave me this pen, and it's in my dresser right now, hiding from my kids. And she said, I have had this pen since the 70s, and I've been waiting for someone to give it to you. And that pen says, and you've all heard this quote, this won't be life shattering for you. Uh, it's not what you do that is important, it's just most important that you do it. Uh, the Gandhi quote. This sucks right now. The political shaming, the losing friends because we're not going to subscribe to every fear notion that comes out of the MSM and every fear notion that comes at us from social media. This sucks, but it is important that we advocate for people's rights to choose. Uh, as we choose, 
as we advocate for choice, I want to encourage you to do some things. Uh, don't engage in the fights. Um, you can see, like, like you can see them. You can see the fights that are breaking out on socials. Um, don't engage. That's not your job. Your job is not to sway one person's opinion from one thing to the other. Your job is to advocate for choice. Issue forgiveness. Um, and this goes across the board. If you're like an avid mask wearer and you think everyone should wear a mask and you're super judgmental and critical of them, um, then you issue forgiveness towards that person who you think is violating you. P.S. They're not. But if that's how you feel about it, then you can issue forgiveness that you think that they deserve. <laughs> um, come to terms with the worst that could happen. Okay. Uh, in December... We all got sick. We had like this five-week lengthy thing of sickness. Um, I was so sick. I had to crawl to my front door and ask my mom to take me to the doctor. I am 30. That's embarrassing. Um, but for five weeks, we kept having an upper respiratory flu that was not diagnosed as the flu. Ladies and gentlemen, we met every symptom of COVID. It sucks when your kids are wheezing. It sucks when your kids have a fever of 104 and there's no treatment for it. Um, it sucks knowing that all of the support methods that you've taken didn't work. But the fact of the matter is you're okay. So if your fear is that you're going to get sick, guess what? You'll live. It's at a very low death rate. Just like you don't stay indoors during flu season, um, this really it doesn't seem to be any different. It just sucks. You might have to crawl to the front door and your mom might have to take you to the doctor, but you'll be okay. What are some other worst things that could happen? Worst things that could happen. People call you conspiracy theorist. I'm okay with that. I have been like, that's why I have this shirt <laughs> because of the name calling. Um, you have to come to terms with People who you're not ever going to see with their opinion of you. You have to come to terms with the worst of that. Uh, the worst that could happen. You lose followers on Instagram. My followers tanked. Um, you can, you're going to have to come to terms with the fact that you might not have such a peaceful, thank, peaceful Thanksgiving dinner. Um, if you had a peaceful one before now, bless you. Um, that's not our narrative. Um, I've also been in food service for the past six years, so Thanksgiving, where I wasn't serving someone else a turkey, is kind of a gift. You guys, uh, resist control. If you're a patriot, just say no. You don't have to do it. This is not a federal law. Um, it might be because I'm a firstborn, but... Um, Someone else doing something has never been a good enough reason for me to do it. Um, even with how I designed my house, I didn't figure out that I liked home decor items until 2015 when black, white, and gold came out. And I was like, yo, here for it. Dark and moody. That's my jam. Why am I telling you that? Because you don't have to conform to society standards. Um, don't be an asshole about it. Okay? Like, if... You go into someone's house and they ask you to wear a mask, put the mask on. But this doesn't have to be part of your daily practice in your home with how you engage with others. Um, 
what I notice often in Christianity, and it seems to be popping up a lot right now, is people will argue about what Paul said and what Paul did and um, the epistles, and that's fine. You should at, like learn your theology and debate it. But right now, it is really important that we go back to the Gospels and figure out what our first love did. What did he actually say and do? How did he respond to government control and coercion? Um, other things that are coming out um, against um, that are coming out, and this isn't new, but this is just it, it's tired. Okay, like this is just worn out. And if we could all like stop, even if you're a Trump supporter, not a Trump supporter, like this is tired, old, kind of done. But I'm going to address it anyway because it keeps coming up. Trump supporters are cult members. You guys. <clears throat> the fact that this even comes out of people's mouths blows my mind. <clears throat> Every president... Okay, we just lost on Instagram, so I'll keep going. Um, every president has a following. Um, no one called out Obama supporters as cult followers. Anytime you neglect someone with a large following, they will be labeled as a cult. This is not a cult. Who you vote for as president and who you support as president is not a cult. Um, we all at some point have idolized the presidency when we have idolized who is in the presidency and we looked at the presidency as a source of salvation um if your source of security and hope comes from who's in office then you need to reevaluate your faith um your faith and your security and your hope cannot come from who is seated as president your hope and your faith and security come from yeshua we either believe God is who he says he is, we either believe Jesus is who he says he is, or we don't. And if we put our hope in our president and not Jesus, then our faith is kind of void. Okay, Our faith is not determined by our elected politicians and by our elected officials. Um, justice versus vengeance. Uh, this is very tender to my heart. Um, justice looks like removing symbols of oppression. There is no reason for us to be honoring and advocating for Civil War memorials. The Civil War was bad. You guys, like, I'm a Southern, so I don't understand a Southerner's idolatry of the Civil War, but it's old. Um... But we've got to stop acting like something great happened with the Civil War. The ending of slavery was kind of a byproduct of it, but that wasn't the basis of the Civil War. And even though slaves were granted freedom, they still had to continue fighting for that freedom. It wasn't a once-and-done thing, the Civil War. So we need to stop advocating for the Civil War and acting like it was a good thing. It wasn't. Everybody died. Um... 
Justice looks like sculptures of paganism and idolatry coming down. Justice at times looks like execution. Sometimes justice looks like reparations. And sometimes justice looks like restoration. Uh, and sometimes justice looks like reform. What's happening right now with the riots and the looting? That's armed robbery and assault. If this happened at any other time in our country, you would all be in jail. Like everyone participating in this, you'd all go to jail. Somebody would post your bail, then you'd get out. Um, that is not justice. That's vengeance. Justice means that the abuser is taken out of a place of authority. They are taken out of taken out of a place of significance. They are removed from that. They have to pay the penalty of their crimes, and then those crimes stop. So in ways of, so justice, what that looks like in our day and age, it looks like reparations to um, descendants of slaves. Like, you can at me about this, but there's money in the budget. Um, it looks like restoring land to whom it was stolen from. So I think there's over 300 tribes in this country. We restore land back to those tribes. They're native land. Charleston, Altadena Road in Birmingham, like those lands need to go back to those people. Uh, that's justice. Um, justice also looks like reform, where you say, hey, this crap isn't going to apply anymore. We're going to do something else. We're going to change the laws. That's what justice looks like. And justice can look like the execution of the abuser. Um, that's not a fun topic. That's not like that's not sexy. But sometimes the solution is that that abuser who was there isn't there anymore. That they can't cause harm to another human being. That is justice. Justice does not remove the opportunity for vengeance. That is not your job. That is Yahweh's job. Uh, he is sovereign and he will issue justice, and he will issue vengeance in due time. Uh, right now, the system is broken, and so seeing justice takes a lot longer than it should. However, it will be issued. I have seen justice manifest in my life, and it will manifest in the lives of others as well. So, this was long. This was long, but I am so for you guys, and I love you. I'm going to pray for you real quick. Uh, Lord, thank you for my friends, my friends who are advocating for choice, my friends who um, just need a boost, who just need an encouragement. God, you are a good God, and you will not lead us astray, and you will lead us into light and not darkness. Jesus, we are thankful for you, and where will we be without you? Would we surrender our fears to you and acknowledge you? Um, as Savior seated on the throne, taking care of this. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Lord, I bless my friends. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Hen House, visit the site nicoleshenhouse.com or you can find me on instagram at nicoleshenhouse as always cheering for you